We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from Wild Turkey Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Let's tune in to their one-on-one with Jamal, a real bartender from Old Fourth Ward in Atlanta. I really get into the backstory of whatever I'm pouring. Out of respect, there are literally years of experience behind these bottles. Wild Turkey, same recipe since 1942. If you want a true classic, this is what you want to order. Wild Turkey. Wild Turkey Distilling Company, Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Copyright 2020, Campari, America, New York, New York. Never compromise, drink responsibly. More than like 3% mm-hmm. at most because there's so many of these types of guys. Mitrovic revenge game, right? Because Well, you, like for you at least. Like revenge, <laughs> revenge always lasts forever for you. To me, it's only the first game that... He seems like somebody is. who might hold a grudge for a little bit. This is the Fantasy Soccer Podcast from Rotowire.com, your premier source for fantasy sports. For player news, rankings, projections, and the best fantasy soccer stats around, please visit Rotowire.com slash soccer. And now, here are Andrew Laird and Jordan Cooper. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. My name is Andrew Laird, Senior Soccer Editor of Rotowire. Joining us Thursday, May 9th by Jordan Cooper to talk about the final Daily Fantasy Premier League slate of this season. Jordan, how you looking? Well, it's a 10-game slate, so there's a lot of stuff that you have to throw up in the air. At least least we don't have a late game. At least we get all the lineups at once, but... uh, uh, don't don't uh, bother me that hour before lock because uh, I'm gonna have to go through 20 lineups. Um, look at you, 20 lineups. Um, well, I mean, yeah. I'm gonna have to go through 20 starting 11. Oh, oh starting lineups. I guess. I'm also I guess. yeah, I'm also got probably I'm, I'm probably gonna have something around 20 lineups in general. You mm-hmm. can make more combinations. Yeah, yep. And we've and, got some bigger contests this week, which is uh, always nice. Not to mention the 
king of the pitch, which is happening, which you have an entry in. I do not. Um, GPP I, play this slate is going to be much different than what people are accustomed to. For, for sure. Uh, it, there was a brief conversation about it in the Discord. I think it was either yesterday or the day before. Uh, talking about how you're like, oh, you're going to need... And this was actually more of a conversation about king of the pitch than the, the bigger GPP, which um, the strategies there, I think, are, are different as well, just because the, the field is much different. But it was... The, the comment was something like, you're going to have to you know, land on the right guy who scores off the bench because uh, you know, you're going to have to really differentiate yourself. And it's like, no, no, no. The, the player pool of 20 teams is enough of a differentiator that you don't need to start guessing on sub goals. Um, right. No, like I, you would say that if it was, if it was a two game slate, maybe. exactly. And exactly. even maybe may you'd say that on a showdown slate or something. I think uh, the ownership will be spread out enough. This is the way that it, you would react to in other sports. If you're playing baseball and it's a 13 game slate, a 10 game slate, right. That, you know, the highest owned player is like 18 to 20%. Mm-hmm. Like in soccer, maybe we'll get players that are thirty to forty percent in certain cases, uh, but there'll be plenty of cho- there'll be plenty to choose from. You can find a goal scorer that is going to be sub ten percent in any of these games. Oh yeah, and not like a goal scorer like oh let me get the center back. Mm-hmm. It will be one of those types of things that even in the big field and the big field in soccer, we're still only talking about what fourteen hundred entries, what twenty two hundred entries, something oh, yeah. like that. Uh, that goals will be scored that, when I say no one has, but essentially under 1%, mm-hmm. and may not make a difference at all. Right. Like, you'll, 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 we'll see a, uh, uh, a Fabian Schar goal or something like that. Some, uh, you know, uh, uh, Jefferson Lerma mm-hmm. scores for Bournemouth, and he's 0.3% owned. Yep. So, yeah, maybe... Two or three lineups have them, but they they also have to have everything else right. Also, yep. So the likelihood of a really low own goal hurting you is not as bad as on a three game slate where a low own goal is still like six percent. Exactly. Where it still could be in sixty lineups, seventy lineups in a contest of twenty three hundred entries. Hmm. Yeah. That's why for for a king of the pitch, it's a hundred man field. So it's like, it, to me, it, it, it's almost close to a cash game. It's almost the same way that you'd play the, the 222 or the, the 150 when they did the 150s that were 100 man, even yeah. like during the World Cup. Like, you don't have to get ridiculous. Like, we're not, you don't have to like, oh, I'm going to stack Cardiff. Right. I'm going to play yeah, Cardiff yeah. And, and Brighton. And I mean, you, you can, but the payout isn't worth it at that point. And it probably isn't even worth it. In the in the contest that has twenty four hundred entries, it's just a matter of what direction are you going to choose to go in. Either you're going to maximize correlation, or you're going to maximize leverage. Mm-hmm. So in the case of like, well, the two games that matter, quote unquote, are Man City against Brighton and Liverpool against Wolves. Yep. Every other game, other than placement and prize money or whatever or pride. Doesn't matter at all. All mm-hmm. we we already have all three teams that are going to be relegated. The Champions League spots have been determined. Basically, uh, the the base. I mean, it depends on who's in third and who's in fourth, right? 
Um, Arsenal. Well, uh, no, no, hold on, hold on. I'm going to get around the fact that that uh, that the goal difference is not an eight goal difference is not going to be made up. Okay, then yes, We're... right. Okay, let, let let for all intents and purposes, mm-hmm. you're right. Tottenham could could drop, and what an Arsenal. Yeah, maybe level or, on points. Or Man United. What, uh, and, no, right, Man they United need to make up out. a seven. They need to score. Okay, so Arsenal basically Arsenal need to win like four nothing, and Tottenham need to lose four nothing. Correct. To make up an eight goal or whatever makes up an eight, eight goal yep. differential. It's, yes. Right. It's it's a it's a such a small percentage that I don't believe these teams are looking for that. Agreed. Especially after what Tottenham did uh, in Ajax. Yes. Yesterday, that like they're good. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll get into the champion. I mean, well, no, they don't need to. They already they're already qualified. Uh, but yeah, so the, I'm I'm not even considering that. I'm not considering a thing. Those games even matter. I agree. So, in the perspective of in a GPP, you could look in the case of, uh, I could t- I'll take four Man City players and screw the rest of the slate. Mm-hmm. Like I'm hoping Man City score five goals, and I'm going to get all of them, and I don't need to bother picking out anything else. You could do the opposite and saying I'm taking zero Man City, and maybe it's a one nothing Vincent Company goal game again, and then I'm going to go and take Man United mm-hmm. and stack them, or you stack no one and go. I'm just going. I'm going to pick out. I'm going to play uh, 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 as many goal scorers as I can across the board. Maybe uh, maybe Obama Yang is low owned because no one's going to play him. In comparison to everyone else on the slate, uh, away to Burnley in that Arsenal game that that doesn't really matter, mm-hmm. and then just hope that the Liverpool and Man City games are one nothing games, and everything. And then you go, oh well, Arsenal won four nothing against Burnley, and that those the Obama Yang hat trick is four percent owned. Uh, I should add that we are taping this Thursday morning on the East Coast and Arsenal and Chelsea have not played their Europa League games. So in the case that you're listening to this later and Aubameyang suffers some sort of injury and is out, just know that we are taping this before the Europa semifinal second legs. Right. And also, we don't know what type of rotation there's going to be. We always say that we could see a lot of clown cars, and then a lot of times you don't. It, it, they still pretty much, other than maybe one or two select players, you'll right. see pretty much normal 11s. You won't see, typically, you won't see wholesale, like we're just putting out our entire B-side. You may see stuff like, for instance, uh, Crystal Palace may start Speroni at goal. Right, yep. It, it's his. La- it's it, it. He's been at the club for fifteen years. Yep. And this is his last. I mean, he's out of contract after this year. So, I mean, that's a goalkeeper anyway. So, what does it matter? We may see like <laughs> Antonio Valencia over Ashley Young because it is his last. Like typically, you see that type of stuff. Like yeah. the last game at the club, someone's been there for a while. They'll. They may not start even. They may just come in later and get the curtain call or something. Or vice versa. They may play and only play a half. Right. Or guys that normally start will only play a half because... Because why get injured? Why not? Yeah. Right. Or or some managers... Hold on before you keep going. uh, This happened last week, and we generally focus on DraftKings on this podcast, but uh, somebody had asked me about this because 
Um, last week, Wolves won, clean had a clean sheet win, and um, they well, Patricio off. didn't get in right because right. Patricio, Norris came Bowley, in and Johnny you, on Yahoo. You have to play ninety minutes to get clean sheets, and so people were wondering where their clean sheet points were, and because those guys were subbed off, as dumb as it sounds, at like ninety plus four, um, they didn't get them. So. You don't have to worry about that on DraftKings, though. 60 minutes in your set. But anyway. some managers may be using uh, the last game to see about players that are on contract that have been out of favor. Yep. So you may see. So you, but I don't, I, don't, I don't think we should go in. If we're going to go in and, and do this podcast and go, well, they could all be B-sides. Like, you're going to have to. There's no preparation for that. Yeah. Other than being in the Discord and be like, oh, this is a weird lineup. Mm-hmm. Who's going to be doing what in this lineup? But from the past three years, or even four, from four years, I believe, of playing this slate, which is the last EPL, everyone plays at once, 10 games at the same time, there's much less surprises than you'd have expected. Yes. And very rarely is there one that drastically changes anything right I, 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 I look, or the low side right i look on this slate and i i go i don't believe there's i don't believe there's any from a floor perspective no one that i'm like if this guy's not in i i gotta plug this guy in for right. 4k right like i mean they may be a good play but i mean it's not like i gotta jam him in some on the high end right could possibly be, but that's you're playing for a goal upside. Like, all I'm saying is basically, uh, let's see if Daniel Sturridge starts for Liverpool. <laughs> the the weird thing about this slate is that I think, despite what we said, that there are two matches that mean something and eight that don't. If this slate was being played in October or February. I don't think you're, you'd play it any differently than you will on Sunday. No, no, I don't think so either. So it's like, you, yes, those matches mean something, but they also kind of line up for how you would view them anyway. Right. You would, you would view them as, oh, two of the biggest favorites with the highest totals. Right. right. Okay, so going through all, all the odds. Another thing that you'll find on games that don't matter, uh, games that don't matter typically feature less defense. Yes. People think in terms of the other way of like, oh, no one, no one cares as much. So, you know, they're giving an 80% effort and they think of like, oh, so they're not going to push hard. It's like, no, they're going to push normal. It's just that defenders may not see a need to like really overextend their bodies when the game doesn't matter that much. It's, it's not this drastic, but picture the NBA All-Star game. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, but it's not that drastic. It's not that drastic. Right. But, but that's why you see, like, if you go, if you go and look at the, I'm looking at the pinnacle lines right now. And, like, there's no total that's under two and a half. Right. In 10 games. Yeah, typically, in 10 games, yeah. We, we see some of these games, and you t- tell me the two teams, and you go, well, that's in a normal game, 2.1, 2. 2.2. I'm going, like, Fulham, Newcastle. Like, right. That's that's 2.7. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. That, that's, like, Tottenham Everton looks like a low total, and that's 2.6. Mm-hmm. So going from the top to the bottom... Uh, and if I could organize this correctly, uh, Man City minus five seventy five away favorites 
to Brighton. Total is currently hovering around 3.3. Yeah, it's high. Uh, and it's which, all Man City. Pretty it's all Man City, right. They then win the title go, if they win the game. Right. Then we go to the next biggest favorite, which would be Manchester United, mm-hmm. which is minus 385 at home to Cardiff, mm-hmm. who have been relegated. Yep. And that's a three and a half total. That This is actually the highest total currently on the board. Even higher than the Man City total. Hmm. Around three and a half. Okay. Then we go to Liverpool, minus 315 at home to Wolves, hovering around a 2.9 to three total. Somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. Then good the team. Like Wolves are a big, good team. Right. The next biggest favorite would be Southampton. Yeah. Minus 234 at home to already relegated Huddersfield. That totals somewhere around 2.8, 2.9. That line's got to have more to do with Huddersfield than Southampton, though. Well, of course. Then let's see. We go down the line. I think it's Tottenham. No, no, actually, it's it not. Arsenal? Actually, it's Crystal Palace. Oh. No, it's Crystal Palace. Uh, minus 113 at home to Bournemouth. That total is over three. Then then we're, we're, getting, we're getting close. Yeah, then it's like Arsenal plus 120. It's, it's almost a tie. Uh, Arsenal plus 120 away to Burnley. That, that's an over three. Mm-hmm. Then we have Tottenham plus 120. That line came down. It opened yeah. at minus 116. But obviously after the, their win... Like, you'd probably expect some rotation and stuff. They may not put out the best of sides. And Sun is suspended yep. in the Premier League. So, and Everton isn't a bad team. So they're, they're a plus-120 favorite at home to Everton. This is, features, I think, the one of the lowest totals, which is still 2.6. Right. <laughs> and then we got kind of like the pick'em level. Mm-hmm. We got Watford, plus-120 at home to West Ham. And that's over three. Then we got Chelsea, I think. Chelsea plus one fifty eight away to Leicester. Mm-hmm. This is one of the lowest totals, two two point six. Yep. And then Fulham plus one fifty three at home to Newcastle at about a two point five, two point six total. Those are kind of the pick'em level type of games. Yeah. A lot of games, a lot of games. <laughs> Typically, it's, it's like three, four. There's a late game, five games. If these were the slates every week, I think soccer would actually be a more popular daily fantasy sport. If it was a 10-game slate? Like yeah, I mean, if, if the slates were like normal slates were seven games. Oh. I mean, they. I mean, it, it, you can't do it because they don't schedule the games well enough for that to happen because they split a Friday game and two on Sunday and one on Monday. But I think this makes it much more interesting. It, it's it's there's so many ways to go that the overlap wouldn't be so dramatic that sharper players have as much of an edge. If you if you understand what I'm saying, like I do. look look at all these teams and go. You could show me uh, ten different cash lineups this week, and I wouldn't call you crazy. Yeah. Now I, I think there are better ways to go than others, but you, I any of those ten which would, in, would which would have 
3v3 and 4v4 overlaps. Like, we're not talking about 2v2s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're talking about wholesale differences in what lineup you have. They all have a fair shot against one another. But when you have, like, three or four game slates where it's like, like, if this guy, like, if you didn't know, if you weren't sharp enough to play Janino Bacuna as your cheap midfielder at 3,900, getting eight points and pick the right goalkeeper, you lost. Yeah. Like one of those types of <laughs> where, where because it does, playing James Madison at 87% ownership yeah. doesn't gain you anything. Right. Right. Like it doesn't get like playing a, a Trippier or Trent Alexander Arnold at 90% ownership on a three game slate. Like it doesn't get you anywhere. Yet on a larger slate, you could say maybe I don't play that guy and I play a similar type of player in a different game. Mm hmm. That's why going through this, I think a lot of the usual suspects that we play may not be the best plays. I agree with that. In the best type of construction. Mm-hmm. I mean, to just dive in, based on the prices that um, we have, they're begging you to stack Man City. Right. Well, looking at forward, I forward is actually interesting because uh, I think even though it's 10 games, I don't find many forwards that I feel like a, a comfortable feeling in my stomach with. <laughs> like there's not there's no there's no forward eligible player that has like that. It, they're either in a subpar matchup in comparison to the rest of the players on the slate or they have you know no role on set pieces or that you know like you you look and you go like you figure with with 20 teams to choose from like like do I re- do I really want to play Junior Hoylet at 4800 right on this slate assuming yeah. he starts like maybe but i mean look at these totals mhm and Cardiff is the second biggest underdog on the slate. Right. So why am I like that's what that's why I look at that. And I think starting from the top, naturally, if Chelsea lines up the way that they would normally line up, and we don't know with the Europa League happening yep. today, what their rotation and everything is gonna be, uh you you have a front line of hazard, Pedro, Hig- basically hazard without Willian in. Mm-hmm. And you go, well, Hazard's 10-8, and he'll have set pieces and whatever. And I look and I go, out of all the matchups on the slate, away to Leicester in a game that really doesn't matter, I don't know about spending 10-8 on that player. Oh, I know, and you don't. <laughs> but I, but I could, to, to me, I view it almost the same way, even though it's a different situation with Mohamed Salah. I agree. And I go. I'm, uh, so, I'm a little different on that, but I, I think it's a lot. You're playing for a goal. Well, you know, a lot of these guys up here, you're playing for a goal anyway. Yeah. It's just that I don't, I don't care about the the goal gives you the same amount of points, but you're paying more for it. So, mm-hmm. like, I look at the front line for Liverpool, and assuming Salah plays, he's more likely to play than Firmino. Firmino is probably not going to play. Yeah. Right, Salah is questionable, but if he's ready to play, he's going to play. I mean, I agree. Yeah, right. And then they got three weeks until the Champions League final, 
So there's no reason to sit him. Yeah. And they need to win. Right. They need to win. Right. Man City and Liverpool need to win. They need to score. They can't win without scoring. Right. Right. This isn't the type of thing where it goes to extra time or whatever. It's it's a regular league game. If they both both draw 0-0, Man City wins the title. Yep. So Liverpool has to best Man City's result. Yes. At the same time. At the same time. Yep. Right. But looking at Salah, like if Salah is as goal-dependent as anyone else up here, like why wouldn't I just... Pay eighty eight hundred for Aguero or eighty four hundred for Sterling. I, that's that's exactly what I thought. In fact, I think you can make the very a very strong argument that you play both of them, Aguero and Sterling. Yeah, and you can do that. You can make you can actually. I I view the forward spot now on this slate as you're there's there's no one worth a floor. Right. There's no one there's no one enough worth a floor in a good enough like I would I would lean towards someone like Gilfie Sigurdsson. Yeah, but if it was a different matchup. Right. He's he, and he he's even pretty expensive for the matchup. Right, 7800. Yeah. I think but all of like, the guys that you think you would consider um and it's hilarious to see Alex Oxley Chamberlain at 8100 after he was 3700 for the Champions League, but um, like Townsend, or if you thought that Arsenal kills Burnley and you go with a bombing, like all of these guys, you're just like, wait, 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 why wouldn't I just play Aguero? Right. Why wouldn't you just play a Man City player? Right. Of any type. Right. Or why wouldn't you play Rashford? Right. At 7,900. Yeah. Rashford, I mean, if we take a look at, since we're talking forward, let's take a look at what we could glean from any time goal scorer odds. Which take with a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. Aguero is, is minus two hundred to score. Mm-hmm. Rashford is minus one fifty to score. Mm-hmm. Aubameyang minus one thirty eight. Sterling minus one twenty. Martial minus one oh five. And then you have uh, like Lukaku isn't going to play. Yeah. Right. Uh, uh, Suns right there. There Jesus yeah, is not going to start. So you look up there in the the fifty per, over fifty percent range, and you get those guys. But that's why two two other people stand out at the cheap end of forward based on these odds. One if because like Origi is plus one twenty five, but Origi is now seventy nine hundred. Mm-hmm. Sturridge is five thousand. Yeah, and then you also still have Danny Ings at fifty seven hundred if he starts. Mm-hmm. Danny Ings is plus, is even money, 100. Southampton, that game's almost a three total, right? Mm-hmm. And Southampton's a minus 234 favorite. The Southampton forwards are just as, maybe not Redmond, but Redmond's still plus 105. You don't want to pay up for the guy who actually scores their goals? Oh, Shane Long? <laughs> 8,200. That's how you win king of the pitch with Shane Long. Yeah, but he's actually plus one thirty-seven. He's yeah. actually lower. But I mean that they're not, they're not, that's not an exact science. No, no, of course. Anyway, but it the the f- quote floor forwards like you would have to consider a floor quote floor forward to be like Townsend or Zaha. Yeah. But I mean the floor difference between the shots of the other forwards versus like the. 
Townsend's four crosses and two shots and a foul drawn or whatever. Like, is it worth, like, how much is the floor worth giving up the upside of all the other players? I'm gaining an extra two and a half points in floor, but a significantly less chance of getting a 20-plus point game out of them. Right. Like, if he starts, or either one of them start, like, I don't know how you play Zaha over Sané or Mahrez or Rashford. Right. It's a weird slate that really like, weird. you would expect. I I almost find it odd that the Man City players are not so much more expensive. more expensive. Right. Right. Why I, isn't like, Aguero 10? It's, it's almost. Right. It, it, I, I almost suspect that this was manually done on purpose. Mm, that's what I mean. They're asking you to just. Well, I mean, I, well that's yeah. what I'm. That's, well, that's what makes it. That's what makes it odd to me. Because how do you still have Hazard at 10-8 and Salah at 10-5 mm-hmm. and then not have Aguero at 11,000? Yeah. Like, at, like we've seen these slates, but we've seen Man City slates yeah. where it's like you got to pick two and whatever. You can't fit them in, and you have to either go. And, but it's a 10-game slate. For having a 10-game slate, for me to look at Man City players and go, wow, they're cheap. Yeah. The only problem with Man City is figuring out which one's going to score. But that it's less of a problem now when they're cheaper, right? You can have you can have three of them, if you want. Yes, you can have four of them. Four of them, yeah. If you want, yeah. But would you like? I'm going from the perspective of, am I going to rest my my money on Aguero scoring using Aguero, or like I'm going to pay six hundred less and take Townsend? <laughs> Right, like I like who. I'm gonna go with the more talented player, at that point. It's not even just the more talented player; it's the one who's more likely to do everything else. Right, but but I look at this and I go, I go, okay, Fulham, Newcastle, Fulham at home. Babel's been on set pieces. He's a forward. He has some type of. He's seventy seven hundred. <laughs> like, how do I justify paying seventy seven hundred? Which, and if you take some of these, if if you made the Man City players two thousand more, then we could start talking about that. And we could talk about Sigurdsson and Babel and even Redmond or De La Feu. Yeah, or those guys. But it's like the Man City players are just so like right up up there, right above them. It's a difference between goalkeeper or something. That why you why you just play the team that has to score goals, mm-hmm. no matter what. Yeah, because you could go down the middle. You could say I'm not going to play any Man City. I'm not going to play anyone over eight thousand. I'm going to play Sigurdsson, Babel, or something like that. I'm going to go in the midfield, play like a Frazier and Milivojevic, and and then play Trent Alexander. On you know, you go right down the middle, like, and then you're paying up for goalkeeper in that perspective. And then you look at that lineup and go, look at these totals on this slate. And go, do I see goals here? No. Well, I I hope I, uh, I hope my 65 holds up in cash. <laughs> right? Yeah. I view this more like a Champions League slate. Yeah. Like a, a group stage Champions League slate than a typical Premier League slate with these totals the way that they are. Both in cash and, bo- and GPP. Mm-hmm. Because like GPP, like GPP plays would be like taking Anthony Martial at eighty seven hundred, if he starts, assuming, right? Yep. Because I think Rashford will be somewhat popular. I agree. 
But somewhat popular, understand, somewhat popular could be 22% owned. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not, like, there's so many players to choose from. The man, You have to think that in GPP, the Man City forwards will be the, the chalkiest player. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Salah will be, if he starts, will be decently owned also. I agree. Same for Mane. In fact, I think Salah might be, maybe not, he'll be top three owned. Really? No, I don't I don't think top three. Top three at forward or top three overall? Forward. Top the no, I I I don't I don't agree with you. Okay. I top five, but maybe not top three. Assuming he starts, obviously. Mm-hmm. I think if Sturge starts, he will be top three. Uh maybe. He's five thousand. Maybe, yeah. Why why pay eighty eight hundred? Why pay eight thousand for a I mean Sturge has nearly the same goal scoring chances as Rashford for three thousand less. Yeah. Right? Like I'm not paying seventy nine hundred for a region. I actually think a region will be lower owned. Um I guess. Right. But I think those are the places where people are going to go primarily in GPP are going to go to Liverpool and Man City. And that's going to leave Obama Yang at 8,300, assuming he starts, or Lacazette at 7,700 to be 5% owned. What do you think of the next group, like Rondon or Mitrovic? Oh, well, you get, whoa, whoa, you're, you're, you're way past where I'm, I'm, this is a 10-game slate, Andrew. This is going to be a long podcast. I'm just saying Rondon's want... like right after this. He's no, but how, we're, we're talking. We, we have other people to talk about. Okay. You want to play Callum Wilson at 2% ownership? Go for it. <laughs> Jamie Vardy? Yeah, it's all of them. At home against Chelsea? I mean, Leia, all these guys. But this is what I mean by when you said this before you don't about... you need to play a sub. Right. You don't need to play a sub. Like, like you, no, you could just play Jamie Vardy at 2% owned. Yeah. Like, like, why not? You could do that. <laughs> you don't need to play bad players. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of players to choose from. He's just like, why would you want to play Vardy against Chelsea with nine other games on this slate? Because he always like, scores wh- against the top six club. True. Okay. Always. Yeah. Play Jane Long at 8,200. That always works out, apparently. Laurenti <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. could start up top for Tottenham. I mean, I'm not. I'm, that's one of the games that, other than maybe one player, I'm looking to avoid the whole game. Tottenham Everton. Yep. I'm surprised there's even one. No, that's the usual suspect one. Yeah. I'm surprised you're even thinking of it. Why, you're not? Eh. Yeah, I'm also, but whatever. We'll get to it. Uh, Like Delefeu at 7,700, you'll get him at 3% owned. Mm -hmm. Like Ronda, same for Ronda. Like, yeah, you you talk about Rondon? Yeah, there's no 7,600? No. Sub 1%. Yeah. (laughs) Against Fulham. Right. But this is what I mean. Don't, uh, why you pay, you know, well, you have to go off though. I have to pick three center backs. Yeah. Or what? No, look, no. look at the people that are available. Yeah. You can play Gonzalo Higuain for 7,500. That's going to be 3% owned. Right. All these guys. Oh. Michael Antonio. Fine. Mitrovic. I wouldn't shy away from the Burnley guys either. Yeah, but who do you play? Do you what if McNeil starts or JBG? No, against Arsenal. No, for GPP, Brady. give me Barnes or Wood, man. 
Oh, okay. Against Arsenal, yeah, Arsenal's looked like a disaster. Yeah, and they're playing Thursday. They have not. Yeah, I mean, give it right. They're seven thousand sixty nine hundred. Yeah. yeah, Ashley Barnes one percent. Look, look how many guys. How how could these players be owned more than like three percent mm-hmm. at most? Because there's so many of these types of guys. Mitrovic revenge game, right? Because well, you, like for you at least, like revenge <laughs> revenge always lasts forever for you. To me, it's only the first game that he seems like somebody who might hold a grudge for a little bit. Seventy two hundred. I mean. Yeah. If Charlie Austin starts, you can stack that of, game. Yes, you can stack any game. But I mean, like, it's reasonable, I think. Fulham Newcastle is one of the lowest totals. But Mitch I mean, it's Rich, still a Rondon, two points. Of... Richie McNeil. Oh, man. Well, McNeil's on Burnley, so that's not stacking. Oh, then that not. Game. Sorry. Yeah. Who was I thinking of? I don't even know. It's definitely not Jean Michael Suri, though. Um, but Arnautovic, 7,700. Mm-hmm. You could do that. I mean, look how many look how many of these guys you could choose from. I don't consider any of these people to be cash plays. Oh no. But I mean, they're literally still more though. Like Troy right. Dini is six thousand home against West Ham. Right, Chicharito if he starts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're all over the place. Right, they're all over, and then that, that's why you get down to Danny Ings at fifty seven hundred, and you go. That's why, like Ings and Sturridge, if he starts. If you compare the price to the goal-scoring odds, are out right. of whack. And if you can't get a $5,000 Sturridge, take a 4900 Josh King. It's right. Crystal Palace. Why not? Or if, like, Lucas, Lucas Perez starts for West Ham, you could play him at 5200 mm-hmm. You don't know who's going to be in. Or you could play the car. I mean, Mendes Lang and Hoyle. I mean, we talked about Hoyle before. Camarasa should be is injured, so he probably won't be in. But it's like how many, how many opportunities is Hoylet going to get at Old Trafford? I mean, it's Man United. That, that seems like a unnecessary move. But. Right. Or you go for the ultimate, the ultimate leverage play. Glenn Murray, four thousand. <sighs> That's how they lose the title on a, a Glenn penalty. Murray penalty. Yeah, Glenn Murray right. penalty. Right. Um. Yeah, there are a lot. Don't play Jordan. Right. That but it, we go down forward. these. But we got, went down this whole list of players at forward. You don't hear many guys where you're like, oh, I could get a couple of crosses and some fouls yeah. and some shots. <laughs> you, know, you 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 see guys that are like, oh, they either score, or they get two points. Yeah. Or they have their game where they do shoot eight times for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Only like Jordan Ayu, sixty one hundred. I mean, like there's so many of these players here mm-hmm. that you could just say if you want to take a shot, take a shot. Right. That you don't need to play Daniel Sturridge off the bench. Right. <laughs> or you don't have to play like I'm gonna play Pascal Gross and Glenn Murray together. Like at least they're starting, but at least they're in the worst spot. Right. Like right. well, like we, I didn't mention like Jota or Jimenez. Yeah, at Anfield. Right. Yeah. Like I, 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 like those are the situations where the, the the field isn't big enough, right? Like they're they're one step above taking substitutes, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. You would expect on a ten game slate, Andrew, right? Ten games, twenty teams, and you go, well, there's I, obviously I'm paying up in all three midfield spots, and then you look and you go, 
Why am I paying up in all three midfield spots? Um, I think you don't pay up for any of them and possibly play a, f- a midfield forward eligible player in a midfield spot. Really? Mm-hmm. But there's only one situation to do it in. If you're stacking Man City? Yes. Okay. But yeah, I could see people playing like Aguero, Sterling, Sané, or Aguero, Sterling, Mahrez, like whoever the three are. Right. I have a or And I think he also could fit. Right. There's well, a very not... reasonable way to make four Man City players fit. Right. And you're basically playing Sané or Sterling, whoever you want to call it, the, third, the non-Aguero and non-other one. Uh, instead of guys like Ryan Frazier or James Madison. Right. And by the way, I think this year, this will be, in GPP, the lowest owned that you'll be able to get James Madison. Sure. Typically, James Madison is like, okay, because typically we're playing three or four game slates. Typically, uh, you even play James Madison against a good side on a three-game slate because... What, who else are you going to play? Who else are you playing? Yeah. Right. But you look at this and you go, Madison 8,000. You go, that that looks like a deal. But it's in the, one of the worst matchups it, in comparison to all the other ones. Right. Well, it, it, it's not only not a great matchup, but the guys that you would spend 8,000 on have good matchups. Right. Like it's, it's not good in a vacuum and it's not good in comparison to the other guys. But James Madison otherwise. does have a floor. He does. And he's still viable. They could be playing a clown car. Chelsea. Right. Well, Lester could also. Madison <laughs> may not true. even start, That's right? True. I mean, the, you don't even know that. Just like Frazier. Frazier may not even start. Mm-hmm. And if Frazier starts, he's a fine play. Yeah. But I don't think, I don't, I don't think I'm playing currently in cash either of those players. Um, would you, would you yeah. agree? Uh, I mean... Uh, I'm a little swayed because I, I assume I'll end up on a Man City stack, which just takes these guys out of consideration. Right, but I'm I'm probably I'm not. I, I don't think that's going to be the optimal cash build. Okay. But I mean, you could go. You could, if you want to do a capture method, fine. But typically, capture methods on ten games like is it necessary? Because what ends up happening is you take four Man City players and David Silva scores two goals. Right. Right. That's the problem with mm-hmm. that. So I look at Frazier and Madison going, like, Frazier is in a better, better matchup than Madison is. Yep. But still, in comparison to other players, like, I'd rather play Luka Milivojevic at 7,300 than Frazier at 8,000. I think that's a reasonable take. That's reasonable enough. It's like, to me, I feel like I'm getting the same floor. Yeah, I get that. Crystal Palace There's a guy in between home. that I think is better, but sure. Okay. Is it James Ward-Prowse? No. But I, I think he's fine, Jay, too. I don't even know if he starts. Well, it, we have to see whether or not he even starts. Yeah. But still, James Ward-Prowse is a much better, much better matchup than Madison or Frazier. Or Frazier, yeah. Right. Yep. You're not talking about Erickson. I'm not. The same guy every week. Come on. Matt Ritchie? Yeah, you say he's too expensive, and he's playing yeah, he's too expensive. No. 
7,500? I'll play Milivojevic. I'll this, play any other guy. This is the guys. same conversation we have every week. This away, like Newcastle game. away to Fulham in a 10-game slate? And you're going to pay 7,500 for Matt Ritchie? I love this away to Fulham as if this is a bad matchup. Compared to Southampton at home to Huddersfield? Yes, that's a bad matchup. I'll take the guy at home against Huddersfield. Okay. As a plus two, uh, minus 230 favorite. Okay. You realize Newcastle's an underdog in this game. I mean, come on, barely. Oh, then t- play Madison then. Madison, Madison, they're as much of an underdog as Leicester is to Chelsea. Okay, put that in perspective. Who do you play, Matt Ritchie or James Madison? I play James Madison. Okay. In that situation, I don't play either. Right. <laughs> but, like, I'm not right. Like, yeah, sure, you got to look at Matt Ritchie. Look at him and then move on. So you think these guys are all worse, I mean, uh, better than Leroy Sané? Or Mares. Well, I'm probably playing them in forward spots. I don't know who Mares. I think they just run out the same lineup they did. Yeah, I think they they run out uh, at the front line of Aguero, Sterling, and Silva and Bernardo. Bernardo, yeah. And then as long as like if Fernandino's not back, it'll be David Silva, uh, Foden, and uh, Gundogan. Gundo, yeah. And then then Sonny will come in for Foden. It'll be the same type of thing. Okay. Snodgrass is viable, 7,300. Yep. I still think I'd rather play Milivojevic over him. Yeah, I think, well, yeah. I agree. I think I think in GPP, Paul Pogba is actually a very good play. I agree. For, his, for, his expe- for what I would expect his ownership to be. Yeah. That at 7,200... I don't think he'll be very. I think he'll be five percent owned. But he, but Paul Pogba could show up with two goals. Sure. Like this isn't a like like I don't expect like Milivojevic could show up with two penalty goals. I guess. I was gonna say that's how Pogba's gonna score. Right, but he could. Yeah, but true. You're right. Pogba does take penalties. Take them both in the last game without VAR. What do you think the Liverpool midfield is going to be? I, I I think it's going to end up being Wijnaldum, Henderson, Fabinho. I think Milner's going to be a left back. Right. Well, because Robertson is injured. Right. So, yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, but I'm not paying. I, I didn't want to pay 6900 even if he was playing in the midfield, and I definitely don't want to play him if he's playing as a fullback at 6900 Um, After this week's Champions League, I'm pretty much done with James Milner for a while. <laughs> This will this he'll that Liverpool win the yep. title on his penalty yep. kick, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you're gonna play Milner at sixty nine hundred, I mean just play Granite Jock at sixty seven hundred. You're pretty much playing the same type of player, or probably Jock is probably a better player. I think Jock is better, right? But if you're gonna do that, why not just play Ilkay Gundogan at sixty four hundred? That's where, yeah. And in GPP, David Silva, go for it. Yeah. Do you think David Silva is higher or lower owned in GPP than Bernardo? Lower owned. Bernardo fills a forward spot. Okay. That's why I think that's why David, that's why I look at Pogba and David Silva, like those guys as much better GPPs plays because forward spot is harder to fill than midfield spots. Because midfield, you could, I could find a 4k player that could luck buck me, me a goal mm-hmm. somewhere. Yeah, I play a Mario Lamina, you know, like, Yep. And play someone cheap. 
forward, it's very hard to find a $4,000 player that has any chance of even seeing the field. Right. Let alone scoring a goal. So that's why I typically believe that the ownership on the forwards tends to be higher than the midfielders. Yeah, I guess guess I'm just looking at the other guys that you could play at forward and wonder why you would play Bernardo at all. With a Man City player. You didn't have the money. You play Bernardo and Sterling together. All right. Then we get into this range in midfield, the 6K range, where I think it's like everyone that's overpriced. <laughs> right? Like Hoiberg, 6,400. Yeah, fine. 0.2% owned. Go for it. Mm-hmm. Harvey Barnes, if he starts against Chelsea. I mean, why do you need to do that? There's no way. I I I don't care. Matinho, 6,100. Like, his main role is on points is on set pieces. How many are they going to get away way to Liverpool? Mm-hmm. Ashley Westwood at 6,000. Juan Mata, 5,800. No. He's the viable. Nope. Ashley, if Ashley Young is out, because Valencia is going to start, and Mata is playing, and he's a Monopoly set pieces of indirect, because Pog will take free kicks. The The good thing is that's never failed. The Juan Mata Monopoly. <laughs> it's never it works, failed. Works every single time. Because what'll end up happening is that Luke Shaw takes eleven of them. Yeah. Like that's what ends up happening. Yep. Or Fred from that one time in October. <laughs> in a Champions League game against Young Boys. Right. Yeah. Or Rashford goes back out of nowhere. I don't know how but you But I mean they are a minus three eighty five favorite yeah. and uh, he's fifty eight hundred. Okay. And he's midfield eligible? Like, sure. No. Why not? No. Find the 600 for Gunduan, and you're not going to win anything playing Gunduan and Mata. Oh, why not? That sounds that sounds like ultimate ceiling. <laughs> right? Ugh. You're going to have to hope that they each get, like, three assists. Right. Or Mata gets his goal by... Sending a cross into the box that just takes a weird bounce and goes in. Right. What do you think of Aaron Moy at fifty two hundred? No. You can't. You have to say he's somewhat viable. If you need someone, I think I just range. said no. So that's how I feel about it. <laughs> okay. It's uh like all these, all all the guys in like this five k range are guys where it's like. Like I could find a 4K player that could has just as much of a floor. Exactly. Right. Like I look and I go, like, am I going to play McTominay at 4,900? Am I going to play James MacArthur at 5,000? Like I almost rather play. Like I almost Say look it. here and I go, I'd Say almost it. rather play Hoylet. Oh. Like, well, I could play. How about Josh Murphy? Almost there. Or Hoylet. Atsu. Nope. Mark Noble. You're going the wrong way. Mezzodozo. There it is. If you're going to play Juan Mata, just play Mezzodozo. That's always worked out. Yeah. (laughs) That's always worked out, right? Just take guys with four letters, Ozil, Mata, and Fred in utility, and you're fine. No, Ozil, Mata, and Gundogan. Oh, right, Gundogan, sorry. Right? And then my forwards are Townsend and and Hoylet. 
Oh, Hoylet, yeah. Right, and Sigurdsson, right, and Sigurdsson, no, and take Sigurdsson, right? Yeah. Classic, cl- classic. Yeah, you look at that lineup, if this was two years ago, you'd be like, this looks like it has a pretty high ceiling. Yeah. Until you realize it's 2019, and you just scored 37 points. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I actually think you could probably you get 60 You have to say Ozil's viable. But right. everybody else has Well, no, no, I get goal. No, I get goalkeeper wrong. Goalkeeper, I have a minus seven. Minus seven, yeah, that makes sense. Right. Yeah, all right. That's fair. So you'd rather play Wilfred Ndidi over Mesut Ozil? Your boy Ndidi? Uh, I don't think Ndidi is a bad play, but I think Ozil's fine. I think there's actually a better guy further down. No, I, I agree with you. In fact, I is I think guy, there are a couple. Is that guy Will Hughes? Uh, it's not, but well, I think Will Hughes, Hughes is, is viable. Fine. Yes. The, the, the Arsenal thing Young is, is a little weird because we, I mean, I guess there would be rotation anyway, but the, the Thursday match can throw it off. But I think, uh, right. I think Hughes is fine. Um, Key Sun Young? I never play Key, so it's not Key. No, I would agree with you. Is I it? I don't uh, think Pritchard's bad, but it's not him either. Let, let, me, let me see if I play. Okay, let me play this game with you. I know who it is, but I'm going to play this game. Is it Bobby D. Cordova Reed? <laughs> no. No. <clears throat> is it Lucas Torreira at 4,000? Yes. Really? Yes. I didn't think it was that person. I, 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 I thought Manzini? it was a different person. Yeah. Yeah. No, Lucas Torreira. If Snodgrass doesn't start, if, if Felipe and Snodgrass aren't in, you take Lanzini, but he, he Lanzini falls in the same category as all the other players we just mentioned. The Ozels, the 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 Matas. No, 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 the, no, no, no. He's better. Yeah, than of course they do. The guy, no, the guys that are like four to five k that are like if they're in and they get you three points when they you go like how did that happen? Do you know what the big difference is between Lanzini and Mata and Ozel is? Is well, that I keep falling for Lanzini. <laughs> I don't fall okay, for the other guys the, That's the only difference then. Right. That's it. Right. You might as well play Stuart Armstrong. I think Torreira is good in this range. I play him over anyone else, I think. I mean, I guess, would you play Shelby if he starts? Viable? Why not? Yeah. No, I, I, I agree. Absolutely. And... Uh, if he starts again, you could even go back to 3,600 and play Elianasi. I played Lanzini over Elianasi. Okay. But, I mean, if you played him, I wouldn't call you stupid. Uh-huh. I just don't even think you're down. I think, at best, you're you're only going to need to play one of these players. Agreed. I don't think you're ever... You're, unless... I, it's very hard for me to even see you paying for two of them. Unless you're playing three forward eligible players, um, like you'd you'd play two of these cheap midfielders if you're paying up and you're going, I'm going to play Salah, and Aguero, yeah. and Sterling, yep. Because and obviously using one of them in a utility spot, you know, like that type of, and only playing two cheap midfielders, and then also paying up at two defender spots. Uh huh. Like the pricing is soft enough that. For you to go and go like I'm gonna have to punt with a center back like I I then I think you're doing it wrong mm-hmm. or you're like oh I I only have enough money to to pay for Etienne Kapui like I think you'd, you'd screwed up. I agree. 
because there's other guys there. I mean, you could like uh, like Roberto Pereira's thirty seven hundred. Like you have midfielders that are center back priced that I would always play those midfielders over the center backs for sure. The only time that you're going to be in GPP, if you want to play a center back, I always say this: you want to play. You're playing a set piece taker and a center back. That's a GPP correlation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And with the goalkeeper of like, you know, if you're gonna go, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play uh, Van Dyke. You play him with Allison, and you play him with like Trent Alexander. You like do that stack, yep, or something. You play Gundawan and like that Gundawan and and Laporte and mm-hmm. company or something. You do something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but and pretty much anybody that... is just a guess at that point. Right. Right. Would you, if Brady started at thirty five hundred, like I don't think that's against Arsenal to be like plug and play, right? Would you put Brady above any? I mean, he would be in the equation. Yeah, I think he. Yeah, he would definitely be a consideration. Right, I would say like, oh, I'm going to play him over Elianasi. Right. Maybe I'd play like him that. over yeah over Shelby, but like it's not the type of thing where like Brady doesn't all of a sudden become a seventy two hundred dollar player. Right. On a slate with. 10 games on it. Yep. Typically, we've talked about if Brady's in, play him at 3,500. It's because we're playing a three-game slate. So you're either playing him or you're playing Oriol Romeu. <laughs> and you'd most rather play Robbie Brady. Right. I think just having that context and explaining that, that on a 10-game slate, like, you don't... There's, there's going to be no guys that are just going to all automatically become like double the value right. of their price right? by a roll out of nowhere outside of maybe to me outside of Sturridge. Right. Cause Sturridge with the goal scoring odds at 5,000 should be 8,000, 8,000. Right. Right. Him and Origi should be the same price. Yep. Is there any GPP lineup you can see that includes a midfield of Tom Cleverly and Jack Wilshire? Uh, no. Okay. I don't think they neither of them start. That's the last game. Who cares? They're in the same game, too. This is the perfect one for you to stack. Right. It's that the Cleverly Wilshire stack. Mm-hmm. But then how do I fit in Juan Mata and, and Mesut Ozil? Mm. Yeah, you have to choose How do choose I fit in one. all these guys? Right, all these crappy guys. Yeah. Uh, you could pay up at Defender. <laughs> you can. And also the defender price that there's no like extremely expensive. Def- I mean, the pricing is soft enough that you could like. I don't think you're gonna have to look and go. Is there a thirty-two hundred dollar fullback in? Because those guys typically suck anyway. Mm-hmm. I think the top the top defender to pay for is easily Trent Alexander-Arnold. I agree. Then things get dicey. Not dicey and bad options. It's just a matter of the difference between multiple options. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like I view uh, Holobus, Dean, maybe Brian, and uh, Bertrand, like up there. Like I view these guys as almost as uh, like maybe better plays than midfielders at those prices. I agree. So I let this look like it's possible that I play three defenders. Mm-hmm. I see that build. Uh, Lucas Dean is in the worst matchup out of all of these guys, but you can't, he, he also has the highest floor Yeah, and he's 6,000. Mm-hmm. 
Like, it doesn't matter. They're away to Tottenham or whatever, but Dean could... I mean, take a look at his game logs. Even against top teams, like... It's also a Tottenham with nothing to play for. Right. Coming off that ridiculous game in Amsterdam, like... Right, and he's probably going to be playing against Kyle Walker-Peters. Right. On that side. Speaking of Kyle Walker-Peters, who is this Tottenham guy that you said you might consider? Oh, I didn't say Tottenham. I said in that game. No, no, no. Earlier in the podcast. Yes, I said there's only one player in oh, that I'm game. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. In that game. I'm sorry. In that game, mm. which and we just talked about him. Yes. So I would, assu- I would assume Davis and Kyle Walker-Peters or something start at fullback. Yeah. I would, I, I'm, I'm assuming the Tottenham side is going to be completely turned over. Mm-hmm. Well, Vertonghen, I, mean, I think is going to be out. And I think Sanchez is still out. So Davis could be a center back center back. Right. But I mean, you can even, it's expressed even in the, in the, in the line of the game, right? It opened at minus minus one sixteen, and it's, it's been coming down yeah. ever since. Understand. The total has been coming down. So that's why I don't mind Dean. Yeah, I agree. Holobus at 5,500. I mean, like uh, these are like the, just don't overthink it type of place. Mm-hmm. Same for, like Bertrand at forty eight hundred. Took seven corners. Last game, they're playing Huddersfield. Yeah, if he's in, like that's why I was like I'll play Bertrand over Brian. But Brian has a floor also fifty four hundred. Sure. And if you want to go for Ashley Young at fifty four hundred, if he starts, oh okay, I don't blame you. I probably choose the other guys over him. That's if he starts. Because mm-hmm. Valencia could be in at 3000 But the problem is, I don't even think you have to do it. He's not any good. That's but that's what, what I'm saying. But, but even, even if he was, like, it, it's a trap, where are you spending the rest of your money? Like, you're do, like you, you would play Antonio Valencia at 3000 in a lineup, in a GPP lineup, where you're playing, like, like Salag, like all the top forwards, and like I'm gonna play Madison also. Like, what are you doing? Like, I just don't even. It's just kind of odd on a on a on a ten game slate where there's gonna be some surprises, and you may see you know, like, oh, we get a twenty seven hundred dollar fullback, and it's not necessary, right? And it's just like you're like, why? Who are you fitting in that you need that? Like, I just don't. I don't. I almost feel like after Bertrand, like I don't even have to go down further than that. Like I'm going to end up playing two, two of these guys, if not three of them. Because mm-hmm. then you look down and you go, and you go like uh, like if Ben like Ben Davis at 4700, like why Coleman at 4800, Chilwell at 4700, bad matchup. The Chelsea fullbacks. Yeah, I mean you could play like Alonzo for you know like a. Uh, like a like a goal in GPP or something. Like, are you playing Kalisanak if he starts at forty five hundred? No, you're probably not doing that. For, they priced up Fredericks. Mm-hmm. It's not like he was. He's not worth forty five hundred. No. It was just a fluke game the last game. Or you're playing Kiko Faminia or Yanmont or like the, these are. They're in such a low. Like, you have the money. Like a forty two hundred dollar, like full like Masuaku at forty two hundred. Like, yeah, if if it if you're playing. Fabianski and you're playing Arnautovic and you're pairing them together in GPP. I get it, but like, for you could find the couple hundred bucks and get up a better defender that mm-hmm. has a much higher floor. 
Like Van Anhalt at 3,900. Is that necessary? Luke Shaw, 3,900. I mean, Chris Lerva, 3,800. You would think that, oh, how do I not play him at 3,800 if he's in an attacking position? Mm -hmm. And go, yeah, you're playing him in the utility spot instead of Lanzini. You're playing him instead of Shelby. Like, you're not playing him in a defender spot. Right. You're playing him in a midfield spot because what you're, you're plugging him in instead of that cheap midfielder as opposed to instead of that ex- more expensive defender. Yep. Yep. And I have no opinion on any center back, meaning well, and, they're all the same to me. Right. They're all the same. They're right. Typically in, in a GPP, you're looking for center backs on favorite sides that more likely to get the clean sheet as well. And then pairing them up with the set piece taker of that team to get, you know, kind of, I did that. I did the, the, the Sherna to the Lich, whatever mm. goal. Yeah. I, it was in a lineup that didn't have Lucas in it. So it didn't matter. No. Mm-hmm. Showdown. <laughs> but that's what you do. I mean, cause you want the ultimate upside. Like, yeah. you know, you want the clean sheet, the goal, the assist, you know, everything to go together. Unless you're Burnley center backs, because they could assist each other for no apparent reason. <laughs> right. The Tarkowski to me. Tarkowski to me, yeah. What, uh, uh, Watford do that also. Or at least they used to do that. Mm. Dumb. What do you Is there th- anyone else at, 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 no. at, at defense? I mean, other, other than what we meant, I, I just don't think in cash you're doing anything other than paying in two spots. Like what type of construction would it be where you're you're going down and you're paying you're, you're It's when you're, you're playing Aguero, Salah, Frazier, Gundogan. And okay. paying up a goalkeeper. Yeah, but do you think that's optimal? No. A goalkeeper literally do whatever you want. <laughs> just just do it. There's 20 goalkeepers. No one's going to be absurdly owned. Mm-hmm. So, like, there's going to be outliers. You're not going to know who it is. Right. So whoever's left, just plug in. <laughs> like, it gets as simple as that. I mean, like, like you could make a case. You could make a case for literally any goalkeeper. Right? Like, if you're like, oh, uh, I'll, I could play Matt Ryan and four Man City players. You're right. You can. You can. Matt Ryan could get 10 points and give up five goals. You're right. It could happen. You could say, well, I'm not playing any Liverpool. I'm going to play whoever's there, John Ruddy or whoever's there, Patricio. Because a lot of times in this last game, the if anything's going to change, this is why you have to really make sure the starting 11s, make sure you get the right goalkeeper. Yep. A lot of times this is the game where it's like the third keeper starts because he hasn't played like any minutes the whole season. Right. And it's like, and then, okay, you play. But they're not pri- but it's not like old DraftKings from like two and a half years ago where the backups were always minimum price. Right, or right, right. So like De Gea is not in and Romero is in. Romero is. As, yeah. as a minus 1,200 favorite in the Europa League for 3,500. <laughs> right. Like you don't get that anymore. No. I, I th- am going to consider taking a Brighton backup who's not in the 18 and not have to worry about goalkeeper at all and just know that I'm getting zero. Well, you don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. You don't do that. 
I think the popular keeper is going to be Heaton. I agree. He would be the cheapest home goalkeeper that you're not you're probably not playing a player against. Mm-hmm. But okay, here's 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 a more important goalkeeper question. In that case, because it is the last game of the season, what happens if Heaton doesn't start and Hart does? No. That doesn't change anything to you. No, I'm out. You're out. You're automatically out. Yeah. Joe Hart is starting mm-hmm. against Arsenal. Mm-hmm. Like you, you wouldn't mind Lindegaard. You wouldn't mind Legden. I don't even know how to pronounce his name. You wouldn't mind Nick Pope. But if it's Joe Hart, you want to have nothing to do with him. I would pay forty four hundred for you in goal <laughs> before I pay for Joe Hart. But you can play like Fabianski or Adrian, whoever starts there. I mean, like I think this is the range where the goalkeeper is going to come from. It's, you're going to take Schmeichel, like it's going to be somewhere in the in the maybe Schmeichel or even up to maybe Rico, mm-hmm. like Rico think, yep. down forty nine hundred yes. down to like forty two hundred down to Boric or Pickford. And Pickford could be popular. Sure. Just that he's away. But if Tottenham put out a clown car, I guess you're not going to play anyone against, you know, your goalkeeper. Mm-hmm. But it's goalkeeper, so right. whatever. Right. Maybe you play Jonas Lossel at 3,800. I mean, look look at this. I, <laughs> did we name all I mean, 20 yet? Right. Or you just go, I'm just going to go and pay up for Ederson. Or De Gea. Or Allison. Mm-hmm. I think those the are the last these three we didn't talk about. Right. Well, the problem with these guys is that if they give up a goal, you're, 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 you're dead. Yep. How many shots is, is Brighton putting on right. Ederson? Right. How many shots is Wolves putting on Allison? Or Cardiff on De Gea? Yeah. Maybe Frazier Forster is the better goalkeeper. Who knows? It's goalkeeper. Yeah, I don't know why we. You know, I don't know just, why you're what, still. What, just fill out the rest of your lineup and whatever's left. Just put whoever's name is comes up the top of the list. Yeah, that's it. Or not. Or just take one below it. Right. Or take one below it. Right. You leave three hundred on the table. Mm-hmm. Who cares? Who cares? Right. Flip a coin. Uh-huh. But just understand that you're doing that knowing. That is going to be the most important thing in your entire lineup. Yeah. As long as you know that. Mm-hmm. As long as you know the goalkeeper matters the most, and it's impossible to do. Mm-hmm. Go to bed at night. Fun. And, and and sleep tight and rest up. Knowing that. Knowing that, yeah. <clears throat> All right. Uh, if anybody has any follow-up questions for Jordan, you can find him on Twitter at Blenderhead. That's BlenderHD. I'm at Rotowire Andrew. We uh, are also available in the Rotowire Discord, which is open to subscribers. Um, if you haven't joined, it seems like an odd time to join now. But if you'd like, rotowire.com slash chat is where you can do that. Uh, Jordan, thank you for everything this season. This was a very long one. We're not totally done because I think we'll, uh, we'll talk about the Champions League final when that comes up. And uh, if anybody has a topic that we may have touched on briefly and you'd like us to expand, certainly reach out to us and we can... Uh, we can do that. Uh, good luck to everybody in the King of the Pitch this weekend, which um, is one of the dumber tournaments I think DraftKings puts on, given the ridiculousness of this slate on the final day. But, Jordan, good luck because you have your, your ticket. And, uh, yeah, good luck to everybody else. Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. 
For more great content, visit rotowire.com slash soccer. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.